Kiss My Girl. Constance Hall, one of the most talked about bloggers in the country. A look out! Opinionated, raw, thought-provoking and never shy to have an opinion. Annalise is her best friend. The yin to her yang. The gale to her Oprah. She's the chic one. Just ask her. A show for queens by queens. No topic is too taboo. A shame-free, judge-free space. Oversharing, commiserating and celebrating. This is the Queen Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise. Come on, girl. Good morning, Con. Happy morning. Sunday. Thank you. Happy Sunday, Anne. So, Con, you've had a big week. Um, you've gone viral a few times, and yep. we're going to talk <laughs> a bit more about that because there's yep. been some highs, some lows, some hilares from my points of view. <laughs> and another post of yours that went viral, which was huge, I saw, was about oh. your learning difficulties as a kid. Yeah, yeah. How cool was that? I wrote that at midnight. I couldn't sleep, and I was like, wanted to get it out, and I just thought, yeah, I'll write it now. And then I posted it in the morning, and it was crazy. Yeah. And you're going to yeah. Share a little glory bowl around that. A little glory, exactly. And a story about that. A little bit more insight into that. I know. And uh, Con, a star has come out and she has shared that she's been bottle shamed. And she's really opened up about her breastfeeding struggles. When we say bottle shaming, we mean formula, not the bottle. Oh, yes. We mean (laughs) I get bottle shamed every week. (laughs) We're talking the formula. By my kids and husband, you know? It's not right. (laughs) Um, And next, Con, Following on from that, you've got a little public service announcement for us. Yes, that's, uh, that's actually actually really related to the bottle. Yeah, I have a public service <laughs> announcement. This is the Queen Sesh. Now, Annalise, I have to com- I have to tell you the one thing that you never thought that I would tell you. The one thing I was never going to say to anybody. Mm. My one consistent booze. Yes. I'm quitting. No, don't. I'm going to no con. Don't let me down now, babe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but you don't understand what I've been through. Okay. I have been through, now that I'm not solely parenting my children all the time, Mm. and I get a weekend off every now and then, I've become like, you know when people fly in, fly out workers, FIFOs? Mm. Like, when they get back, they just cut loose. Yes. I used to have a neighbour and he would every, like, three weeks, he'd come back for four days and I didn't recognise him. He was just absolutely out of control. Mm. Cross-eyed, dancing by himself. (laughs) (laughs) And and so I turned into him recently when my children were gone. And so then um, I, yeah, I started going a bit, you know, crazy and... (laughs) I started going a little bit not myself and, um, you know, my body isn't used to this because I'm old now and I was suffering like some major hangovers. Yeah. So then... It's not not the same like it used to be. No, it's not, but it was doable because I didn't have the kids. And then I had the kids last weekend and everybody was like, no, come out, come out, come out. And I had a babysitter, so I thought, what's... You know, I live in a tiny town. I just walked... I was actually on the phone to you while I was Mm. walking walking to go out. And... um, and I went and I had a few drinks and honestly, like one whole bottle of wine is just too much for me these days. Mm-hmm. And I woke up horrendous and I yeah. had my children and my children are like walk, the walking dead. <laughs> like they're all coming towards me. And I honestly, like, I was like, Zeke, if I give you 10 bucks, will you give Rumi and Snow breakfast? And Zeke's just looking at me like you're like literally the worst stepmom I've ever had. <laughs> Not that he's had many, but... <laughs> 
And then, so then I was like, I just, you know, the guilt was killing me. The anxiety, like mm. I felt like I didn't even, I had never done anything that bad the night before, but I felt like I had. Mm-hmm. You know when you get that? So I was. Maybe jeebies. Um, yeah, like doom creep, doom crap oh, cloud, yeah. dark cloud was coming over me. So that I'll be a good mum and I'll take them out for an ice cream and I like literally like hid in the car <laughs> while I, they were playing at the ice cream parks, this little park with the ice cream marie. Like my children were just shaking their heads at me, yeah? Mm. And, um. Got home, did the usual crap mum stuff, ordered fish and chips. Amazing. I ate their fish and chips. I woke up, I'd gained two kilos from all the stuff (laughs) that I'd eaten, ice cream. I was out of control. I was eating pickles and cheese because I had no other food. Like, it was just... just, No, it was rank. And... (laughs) Finally, when I got to put them to bed, I just said to myself, do you know what? You're 34. You can't, you can't behave like this anymore. You know, like mm-hmm. it's, I felt poisoned. I felt like I'd actually like destroyed myself. So I'm done with it. I'm done with drinking. I might have like one or two drinks, but that's a maximum. I'm going to be the designated driver. Okay. Well, next time we catch up, can, can that little rule just be on a break? No, because oh. it's not something that, no, it's honestly, it's not something that I've gone, oh, well, it'll be okay occasionally because I only ever did it occasionally. Mm. It's actually that bad that I can't do it ever again. That's a big call, mate. I know, mate, but you don't suffer like I suffer. You lie down and you, lie down and you demand people make you toasted cheese sandwiches. That's what you do when you're hungover. I've got my head in the bowl and I'm like, <laughs> Honestly, like, I thought that Denim was going to, my beautiful boyfriend Denim was going to dump me because, like, I was, like, boobs out, like, undies on, like, heaving over the toilet. And, like, he was just, like, looking at me like, rank. You're rank. (laughs) It's not me. It's not my final moment. I'm not proud. I'm done. I'm done with it. (laughs) It's the Queen Sesh with Constance Hall who's done with booze Done. forever. I'm cooked. And Annalise, <laughs> who absolutely isn't. The Queen Sesh. This week, Con, something that I found really interesting was that Whitney Port, which I'm sure you don't know Whitney Port, <laughs> who that is, I'll be your reality TV encyclopedia. So she was on The Hills, which was that okay. reality My show back in the that. day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she's got her own vlog now, which is what people are doing. And she opened up and she shared about her experiences with breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And it got a huge reaction online. Have a listen. We came home. And I just, like, hit a breaking point and said, I can't do this. Like, it feels like someone's, like, slicing my, um, my nipples with glass. And it was, it was a really emotional. She went on to say, like, her son had a tongue tie. And so it wasn't just, you know, sometimes breastfeeding can be painful in the beginning. She my son had a tongue tie too. So really, really painful. Really painful. They did the operation. It didn't improve. And she went on to say how much she felt like a failure. And she was getting a lot of judgment from other people about breast is best and express around the clock. And it's, it's I didn't so even common, know people still stuck their noses into other people's business like that. I thought we'd made a very clear stance over the last five years, us mm. mums, that we don't really give a crap what other people think of how we're feeding our children. Oh, I think there's, I think as well, there's a lot of self pressure. I, I reckon out of everything, yeah, a lot of self pressure because we get told in all the classes, birth classes, whatever, you know, breast is best, and that's what mm-hmm. they tell you when you have the baby. And, and you also want to lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what I think is really, really common and what I, I don't think people really talk about it much is how much that pressure can affect their first couple of months, couple of weeks of motherhood and, and how much it makes them feel like a failure and they're not doing the right thing. 
I know, but on the other side of the spectrum... I've like been in that much agony and then been so grateful that I had had people say to me, it will get easier if you yeah. keep doing it. Because I really did want to breastfeed and then I bottle fed other, like the twins because Rumi just self-weaned. And, you know, I did feel a little bit like, oh, it would have been nice to have breastfed you for longer. But I don't have that self-pressure anymore because I've got like four million kids. Yeah. When, you've got, <laughs> when you have as many kids as I do, you just go, whatever, like you're alive, be grateful. You're lucky to get anything at all. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> mate. Like I read you a book three weeks ago. What more could you ask for? <laughs> But I totally feel for it, and I don't yeah. know why these people have to come out online and, and have their opinions. Like, why Why do you have to have your opinion on somebody, otherwise somebody else is, is feeding their child? I know. The child's being fed. Like, I love the fed, fed is best saying, but I yeah, just don't too. think enough people are taking it on board. Actually, I got um, shamed once because it was breastfeeding week. It was probably a really bad choice of me saying, some, of me coming out and writing this blog, but it was breastfeeding week, and all I was saying is breast, 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 breastfeeding, and I felt really bad for the women that were bottle feeding, so mm. I, wrote a st- I wrote a post, and I... I said, um, you know, like I did breastfeed my four kids, but my last two not for very long because I didn't have the supply and, you know, whatever. And um, it's okay. It's totally okay to bottle feed. And the bond, I can tell you right now, is no different between my, like, breastfed solely and my bottle feds. And the health is no different either. Like, mm-hmm. look at Snow. She's the chubbiest, healthiest. You can't get Snow sick. She just won't get sick. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so then I just got slammed and everybody was going like, I understand your point, but it's a really poor choice of, you know, saying this because it's breastfeeding week. And I was like, yeah, that's a really good point. Maybe I should have kept my mouth shut like most of the time. But there is no bottle feeding week. There, no, there is no is. national formula feeding week. Oh, there is, is there? I don't no, think there, there is. isn't. No, there absolutely isn't. And you're right. I mean, they, yeah, maybe if be. there was, yeah. I wouldn't have had to encroach on breastfeeding week. <laughs> well, next con, we're going to be chatting to some really brave queens who have shared their story with us um, and their major, major struggles with breastfeeding and some of the challenges they faced. This is the Queen Sesh. Just before con, we were chatting about breastfeeding and bottle feeding and bottle shaming because yep. Whitney Port... Uh, reality TV star in America, shared on her vlog and opened up about her huge struggles with breastfeeding and some of the pressure she felt from others and the huge pressure she felt on herself um, not to give up and the the shame around the the bottle feeding when we get told breast is best. And um, we're very much fed is best here on the Queen Mm -hmm. Sesh. And we wanted to... um, hear from some of our queens who shared some of their experiences on our Facebook page, The Queen Sesh, um, who really have also struggled uh, with, with breastfeeding because it's so common. And we've got Tiffany from New South Wales. Tiffany, tell us about your story. Hi. Um, so I had my son about two and a half years ago and I was like two weeks overdue with him. So oh. I was already like really exhausted by the time I had him. And, um yeah, so when it came to breastfeeding, I literally had nothing, like no cholesterol, no nothing. Nothing came through at all. And um, so we had a midwife that basically told me, like, if I didn't keep trying that I was just giving up, that I wasn't really, you know, doing the best that I could for my baby, which, of course, a young mother, like, I'm only 24, mm. Mm. I, you know, it's not something you want to hear. No, it's very hurtful. No, so, um, yeah, I tried breastfeeding for about three days. And I had a nine-pound baby, so he was already really hungry. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, once um, once I realised I couldn't breastfeed, I tried bottle feeding, and he was perfect on the bottle, absolutely perfect. Mm. A lot of my friends, um, they struggled with breastfeeding too, so I just feel like breastfeeding is, like, made out to be this huge thing, whereas... Um, you know, a lot of people actually really struggle with it. 
yeah. more people than we actually yeah. realise, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. I totally agree. And I also think that, like, there is a certain amount of – it's a privilege to be able to be at home and breastfeed your child, especially long term. And if you do want to, like, go back to work or want to, like – go away for a couple of hours then it, when you when I finally did get my babies like to be able to adjust onto formula milk I just felt so much better I just felt like I wasn't trapped and stuck and there wasn't an alarm that's going to go off if I walk more than four meters away from this baby for an hour mm. so there's definitely there's like you know it's got its pros everything's got its pros and cons so don't doesn't it yeah and I think most of all it's just about not having the pressure whatever you want to do as long as your baby is fed and, and loved, that is, is the main thing, really. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, Tiff. And we've got Jane from Queensland. Tell us about your story. Oh, hello. Um, yes, I was pregnant with my fourth child, which was, they're all very close together with the eldest being only four and the youngest Jesus. being 16 months. And it was a surprise pregnancy after my husband oh my had a God. vasectomy. Oh, so I, I knew that I was under the pressure and that, I tried to breastfeed all my other three children and had a lot of problems. And I decided that this child, I wasn't going to breastfeed from the start. Mm-hmm. I spoke to my obstetrician about it and he was excellent. He said, no, do whatever you want for the what's best for you and the baby and the family. And the family, so I asked yeah. tablets to dry up my milk. And I was in having the Caesar, which is the fourth Caesar. And I was, as things do, they run through your head of what you've got to do. And I remembered that I had to take the tablet. And I, the lactation nurse was on at that time in theatre and she said to me, we only give those tablets to mothers whose babies have died. <gasps> oh, my Jesus Why I was, I was actually on the operating theatre <laughs> having my baby. Oh, I've got that's, goosebumps. Yes. Yeah, that's unbelievable. If it wasn't for a first-time mum, that would have been very, very hard. But as you go on, you do become tougher and stronger in your decisions with your children. Mm. Yep. So I was able to cope with that, but it was a very insensitive thing to say because she didn't know my situation and what would be going through at home. With yeah, four yeah. Kids so, yeah. So close together and so young. It makes... Oh, that's a horrible thing to say. Yeah. Oh, well, Jane. They really, they really push it in hospitals, and I get that. You know, they say that it's yeah. the best. And when I had my first child, I remember thinking she was six weeks premature, and we were in intensive care for two weeks. And then we had to go back to the hospital that we had her afterwards to teach her how to breastfeed for four weeks. And it was just one of those. I was crying every day, and I remember thinking, why don't, why haven't they even given me an option that maybe in the end they let me go home with expressing milk into a bottle and then feeding it onto the bottle because she couldn't suckle onto my nipple. She didn't have the strength yet. And it was just this huge ordeal. And no, but I, I did say a few times, what about just formula? Mm. And they were like, oh, no, 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 you've definitely got this. It'll happen. It'll happen. And luckily I pulled myself out of that sort of misery that I'd fallen into. But I just thought to myself, when do they let you bloody breast give up formula feed? You know, it didn't seem like they would let you no matter what. Yeah. Well, th- thank you so much, Jane, for sharing that. And I think for anyone who cannot breastfeed or who, who doesn't want to breastfeed, that's okay. There's no shame in either. It's your body. It's your choice. It's yeah, your baby. You're it's the your mum. Choice. You do what you want to do and what you can do, and there's no shame around it. Queen. Yes, Queen. <laughs> the, 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 the Queen Sesh. Okay, so Annalise, last week I shared a post on my Facebook page about um, my struggles with learning as a child. 
Yes. And do you, do you, obviously you read that Obviously one. <laughs> I read and loved. I went on to talk about how when I was in um, primary school, I was always in the sixth group, like the lowest of the low groups. There was only one other kid. They thought I had ADHD. They were mm. constantly trying to, you know, like see if I should be medicated or my dad took all of the preservatives out of my diet to figure out why I couldn't focus. Aww. I could not focus. My head was always out the window. I recognise that in my children now. I see them and the teachers say they're polite and lovely and clever but they just don't concentrate daydreamers so it's a it's a it's a whole trait <laughs> and um, <laughs> anyway so the, the blog went mental oh, and it was, it, which, uh, is that is that your best performing because i've written no, down here 128,000 likes and yeah, no, over 10,000 shares it it reached five million people <gasps> I wrote a blog when I was in Rome once that was half a million likes and it reached 32 million people. So it's definitely not my Uh, best performing. But, yeah, I mean, come on, I'm punching some numbers here, babe. (laughs) 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 Anyway, what it was a funny one, though, just on a side note. I actually owned a lot of my success in this blog and I've never done that before. Yeah, I I liked it. Yeah, and I've always just gone, no, 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 like, I don't want to. But this time I just went, no, because I've come from nothing and I've come from not believing in myself and no one believing in me and I've made something and I just really wanted to. And I, to my surprise, it really paid off. Like it really resonated with people and I was so pleased that I didn't get tall poppy shot down for saying the mm. things that I said about As being a bestseller author and, you know, like mm-hmm. having this amazing primetime radio show. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what I didn't say in this blog, which I, it was an afterthought and I thought to myself, this is a glory bowl for our radio show. Mm. And afterthought is that I struggled to read through my whole primary school years and everybody else was finishing novels and I couldn't believe it. I was in awe of them for finishing novels. Now, I live down the road from Annalise, like just around the corner, probably about r- the equivalent of five houses away. Mm. And we used to spend a lot of night weeknights together. I know. We do a lot of, a lot sleepovers, of sleepovers on weeknights. I don't know, I don't why, know why our parents, why our parents <laughs> They were so relaxed. <laughs> and we would stay up until 2am talking yeah. and we were terrible. We were talking about the grossest shit. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Anyway, Annalise used to read to me because I used to read, she'd be reading and I couldn't read in my head, so I'd read out loud and I would literally be reading and it would be like, the kid, the kid, and Annalise would just grab the book and she would go, I'll read it to you, babe. Yeah, (laughs) I remember. And it was the cutest thing ever if I was an adult and I walked in and I saw Annalise reading to me. (laughs) I would have just been like, you guys need your own reality TV show. That's my girl. This is the Queen Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise. Come on, girls. And the Sesh is back in SeshCon. This week's been a really interesting one for you. You've had some highs and lows in in the world of social media. Yeah, we've had George. What's his name? George Takai shared one of your. Yeah, the, I thought it was Taki, but oh, either yeah, way. and um, and Ashton Kutcher. Yep, shared one yeah, of your articles. Clearly loves me. It's a third article. It's shared of mine. Like, come on, mate. Yes. Make contact. Reach out. Anyway, so Lowe's. Yes. Last week on the show, I had a drama, and I came to the show, and I don't know if I told you this, but I was massively premenstrual, and I yes. never tell people when I'm premenstrual no, because I kind of I got it. It devalues my <laughs> anger, and um, so when I came in here, I decided to you know have a whinge that my kid's mm. not getting his chalk milk. What was I thinking? <laughs> I was whinging about my kid not getting his chalk milk at recess. He's getting it at lunchtime instead. I don't know what's wrong with me. I looked back and I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? How petty am I? And I've gone on a national radio station to have a whinge about it, and now I can't go to school run. I have to send my partner in because I'm petrified of seeing the teacher and her looking at me and going, are you okay? Like, they wrote an article about it. It even went on the internet and somebody said, the Queen isn't happy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> 
say to the kindergarten teacher, the pre primary teacher, that I am so sorry that I did that. That is not like me at all. Like I, I honestly like tried to break up with denim. I tried to quit my job. <laughs> I, you know, that day, and then it wasn't until the next day when I had to like say under my breath, um, can you get me some tampons at the shop? <laughs> And hope that nobody noticed, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm deeply remorseful. That was a really stupid thing for me to be whinging about, and I feel like a petty mole. And you're, you've got every right to not want your kids to be loaded up on sugar in the classroom. And feel free to freaking lunchbox shame me for the rest every day until the end of the year because I'm sorry. <laughs> I still think that he should be allowed to drink it at recess or lunch. It doesn't matter. That's my two cents. <laughs> this is the Queen Sesh. Right now, I'm very excited because we are going to be having. Wedding chats. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, my friend here is getting married. Best friend. <clears throat> Basti. And um, probably the biggest news that will come out of today uh, will be that I've been officially asked to be bridesmaid. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> so, you know, bridesmaid Zilla at your service. And I'm actually like, every time that I talk to you or my sister Stella, mm. all we talk about is wedding. And mm-hmm. I, I'm starting to feel my fiance denim like creeped out. Yeah. Like, he's like, just like, like Carrie and Big. Yeah, I think he's like not going to show up. I'm petrified because I'm getting really excited and I never get excited about this sort of stuff. I'm no. like, yeah, and there's going to be this and this and you guys are all getting really excited. And then oh, I look yeah. over and like the one guy who actually is like who this is about is like just sort of looking really sad and at the road while he's driving. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> Probably thinking about his dog. I know, but the update is we've set a date. Okay, great. I just found out it's on the same day as Fool's Festival, so I had to put something on my Facebook and say to all those losers that think you're still mm-hmm. 18, you're not. Mm-hmm. No one wants to see you at the music festivals. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. You're coming to my wedding instead. Great. And exactly. And um, when I was trying to decide the date, because mm. I'm going on tour next year in March, mm-hmm. and we didn't want it to be too close to the tour because it's going to be a lot of, like, it's a big tour, this one. It's not just like a book launch, you know. And so I was like, we were trying to figure out the date, and we were thinking, and then, like, Denim goes, well, we can have it any time. Like, we could even have it this year, you know. Like, what does it matter? And I, I was just like, he doesn't get it. Mm-mm. I have four kilos to lose and a fringe to grow out. <laughs> Now, I'm a hairdresser. The kilos, whatever, I can make my body look good no matter what it is, but I do want to be at a healthy weight. But I'm a hairdresser and I know that your hair grows a centimetre a month, my hair. That's that's what hair usually does. Mm -hmm. And I am still sitting above the eyebrows. So it's going to be just under the eyes, but I think I can flick it on the sides. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So our whole wedding is based around how long my fringe is going to be. Because you can't get extensions in your fringe. Ooh, no. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm explaining to, I've explained to Denim, like, why it has to be January and why mm-hmm. it can't be earlier and, you know... All the different things about the weather and, <laughs> you know, December's not really warm enough. And Flower January seasons. Really nice. yeah. Flower mm. season. Annalise can't get there in December. She is no, out all sorry. of December. Very busy. In, in Croatia, of all places. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's about my fringe. There it is. The Queen Sesh. Now, Annalise, the other night I got this message on my Instagram and, um, Instagram's a funny one. You don't even know when you've got messages. You can't mm-hmm. see it. But every now and then, you know when you just, like, can't sleep and you've just exhausted your iPhone? Mm. That's what I was doing. And so I went to, like, messages from people that I don't know on Instagram. Uh. And <clears throat> I found this message from this woman. And she said to me, hello, gorgeous, a message from your guides. 
She said, you're exactly where you need to be at the moment. The person that you're stressed out about is on their own journey and they will also need to grow. Let's face it, you don't know what's coming and it's not your responsibility to look after other people. Things won't be easy with you for a while, but just understand that you are on your right path. Your second guessing and anxiety is puzzling you, but everything is as it needs to be. And sorry, you know what I'm like when I read. I've got dyslexia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but these feelings are over. Even though these feelings are overwhelming, yes, your soul partner has been gifted to you. And I just went straight to sleep because I couldn't sleep before that. But mm. I was just, I mean, to other people that might not mean that much. And that's why, yes, it can be quite ambiguous when it comes from a psychic. But it was so bang on what I was like worrying about all these other people. And I couldn't sleep because of all these other people that weren't my kids, which are really the only people that I should be worried about because they're mm. the people I'm responsible for. And, um, and then there's like reassuring. And then when she told me that like my beautiful fiance was my life partner, which I've always known, but it was just lovely to hear that because a lot of people from the outside, they judge my relationship, you know, I moved on too fast and all the rest of it. But like, I just went, oh, and I just fell asleep. And I, met, I woke up in the morning and I screenshot it and I sent it to um, my sister. And I was like, is that creepy to you? Like, is that like intensely accurate? Because she knows everything that she knows my brain before I know it. And she was like, wow, yeah. And then I just thought to myself, it's, it's opened something in my head mm. that's Open to psychics. Not so, I hate the word psychic because you just think of someone trying to rip you off. So have you, when you have, hear have the you word ever, psychic, have you ever seen one before? I've got a funny palm. It's got three lifelines on it and I've had mm. been pulled over by like cab drivers and by like people at the cafe. They've gone, can I just talk to you about that weird, I've got a really weird lifeline. Yeah. But no, I've, so I've never really done that. But I did like go and see a psychic once and she was just, you know, stupid. Like she was just making up stuff and, and mm. like she didn't know what she was talking about and she was saying, you know, like the I know that you've got like lesbian tendencies and the girlfriend that you're just about, about to break up with, maybe you should keep with her. And I was like, no. Like I, <laughs> and I was trying to be polite because you know me, like I don't like you know being rude to people's faces. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll have to let my girlfriend know. Oh. I just walked out thinking that was a waste of fifty bucks. Yeah. So um, yeah, no, I've never been huge on it, but I'm, I'm a spiritual person. I do believe in like a universal wisdom and a karma and you know all that sort of stuff. So this sort of yeah got me thinking, and I was really interested to hear about other people's stories because I like feeling inspired, and you know, like I yeah. like I like where this is going and. So did we, we put something out on the Facebook page. Mm, we did on our little Queen Sesh Facebook and lots of comments um, from people that had had predictions come true, which I'm did very Did we get many intrigued. negative ones? Um, well, a few. You know, there's always the non-believers. Yep. But, you know, quite a few people that really legitimately had um, positive experiences. So I'm very excited because I'm not a sceptical. I'm open. I was going to say, yeah. are you a believer? I don't know. I'm on the fence. So yeah. let's see if I can be converted next. This is the Queen Sesh. Now, at the, earlier this week, I got a message from a lady in the middle of the night who was like, she didn't say she was a psychic. She's mm. a spiritual woman. And she just sort of gave me this online reading. And mm. she said her guides had told her this and she just needed to pass it on. It was awesome. So we've decided to put it out to our um, queens on the Queen Search page and find out if anyone else has had a really cool sort of like chilling experience, maybe that we could convert Annalise into believing in mm. psychics. And do you know what is so exciting? We have a king on the line, Govinda. <laughs> Welcome, Govinda. Govinda. <laughs> it's very rare that we get men so we're actually a little bit excited yeah please tell us about your story yeah sure like um well i went to see wendy was quite a few years ago now probably three years ago Mm -hmm. i was a little bit skeptical 
anyway, she sort of said, hey, look, you're going to meet this lovely lady. She's long, long hair. She's like Buddha. She's just sitting there, really chilled out. You're going to meet her like in December. It's like full in love. You're going to get married. You're going to... All this stuff. And I was thinking, no. Because I just come out of a relationship, so... Mm. I was thinking, not like this at all. And I, but, you know, I thought, okay, cool. And then You're like, no, nah, I'm like, going to be on Tinder for the next six months loving life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want any of that stuff. <laughs> um, but anyway, it was pretty funny. And, um, but, you know, literally I met her. and um, In December, really, like she yeah, said? Yeah, I met her in that, that month. Wow. And, um, yeah, basically we met, and then like a year later we were married. It's crazy. Aww. So we've been married two years now. Congratulations. Yeah. All right, so that and, and she was the she was the Buddha. She got all of those things right. Yeah, okay. Got all right, all right, yeah, totally. okay, all right. I like that one. I thank you so much, Govinda. We've got Kim Thanks, from Govinda. We've got Kim from WA. Tell us your psychic experience. Was it correct? Accurate? It was. It was spot on. And okay. Consi- yeah, it was really interesting. And what happened? What did you get told? I got told a long time ago. I had wonderful best friend. Loved her to death, and I got told she was no good for you, she will break you, she will hurt you. And at that time in our lives, that was unfathomable. We were close, you know. I always imagined us being those old ladies in a home together, being oh, funny. Yes, and like us. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then it happened, and I thought, oh, okay, wow, this oh, is no. it. This is it, yeah. That's but so sad. It? Yeah, was, I get more sad about best friends breaking up than, than marriages. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? It tends to hurt more. Marriages, people accept that. It's fine. You move on. It's all and, good. And you've always still got your bestie by your side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, no, not, not in this case. But, um, but that's okay, yeah. you know. When you move somebody out of your life like somebody else comes in, and mm. did you find oh, another bestie or do you want me and Elise to come <laughs> <laughs> You can be my new besties. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, you're right, though. Someone else does come along, and yep. um, it does get better. But the the ladies' predictions on, on how things were going to happen and what they what was going to be said and done absolutely blew me away. Oh, like so, the, that, so the entire fight was predicted in terms of the circumstances? Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. And you, and you don't think that you purposely, like, picked mm. a fight with her because you knew that it was happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. God, no, no. I loved her, and I still do. Still hurts, but yeah. I'm I'm really grateful to that woman and what she said and how how she said it too was very kind and I always thought to myself that psychics get a bit of a bad rap, you know mm. they get told mm. they're all full of crap, but she said what needed to be said and more power to her, so it's cool. Yep. Thank you so much, Kim. Thank you. So, Con, I'm thinking. Maybe next week. You know how we like to get free things out of this show, like free counselling. Uh huh. Um, free anything. Maybe uh-huh. we should get a psychic on the show and get work I to pay for. I would love it. that. Yes, yes. get work to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> Can you find the best in the business? Because work's paying. <laughs> All right. That'll be next week. Psychic predictions on the Queen Sesh. <laughs> Queen Sesh. Before we wrap up each week, Con, we like to finish each week on Queen Vice, advice for queens. From queens. Yeah. And this week, this one's on us, babe, which I know you don't like doing. And No, I actually like this topic. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, I love talking about this topic. Okay, great. Because we've received a message on our Facebook page and yeah. she said, you know, she wanted to remain anonymous because she's feeling a bit awkward about it. She said, my friend sometimes chimes in on telling off my kid when I am, like they're trying to help discipline them. It makes me feel a little uneasy. Am I being oversensitive? How would I bring it up? 
Okay, <clears throat> first of all, I am completely against telling off other people's kids. I don't do it myself. Have I ever done it to your son? No. No, all I do is sneak him sugar. <laughs> <laughs> but my reasons for this are that I have a friend whose son is autistic and we go out and we have other people's parents constantly telling him off, so she in the end doesn't like going out. Mm. And I have said to her so many times, just say it. Just go up to the parents and say, look, he's got autism, he's not hurting anybody, mm. he, might be, he might come across as antisocial behaviour, but your child isn't hurt, like, let's, you know, and let's all just try and work together as a community with our kids. And I just think if it was, if it's me and someone's, like, attacking my kid... Or, you know, something's happened and my kid's got the ball snatched off him three times. Rather than going over to that child, I'll speak to the adults every single time because you don't know what is going on in that kid's life. Yeah. You don't know that his parents might have just separated, his mum might have just died. Like, there is, could be so many reasons why he's acting out. Maybe he is like, my kid's just a bad kid. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. So you can go to the parent, not the child. Always, yeah. always. And let the parent deal with it. And if someone's kid is constantly, like, being naughty and it's annoying you, stop hanging out with them because... It's really not your place to discipline anybody else's children. It's just not. Your job is to be a friend to other people's kids and you can end up being a really important friend and a really good friend and a massive impact in your friend's kids' lives. That's a really important role that a lot of people take for granted. Yeah. A lot of people think, oh, it's just my friend's kid, but it's not. It's So when, when kids become teenagers, they turn to their parents' friends. Absolutely. And they, and they need them. So I don't think that you should be an author, authority or a disciplinary, is that a word? Yeah. Figure, I just think, you should just be a friend and if you, you know, speak to the parent and go, hey, this is really annoying me. Every time I come over, your kid steals 20 bucks out of my wallet. (laughs) (laughs) It's making me poor. (laughs) Yeah, and I can't come over anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. I, I like that. Yeah, chat to the parents, not the child. Yeah, talk to the the parents, not the child. And the kid's probably not even going to listen to you. I got told off by my friend's parents when I was a kid. And rather than thinking, oh, yeah, he's got a point, I was like, (laughs) in my my head, I was like, I hate you. I hate you. (laughs) I was probably there. I can can see it all now. (laughs) Uh, That's us for another week. Um, Please reach out to us on our Facebook page, The Queen Sesh, anytime. We love hearing your stories and uh, when you share with us. And also you can catch up, The Queen Sesh, catch up. And also we like to chuck in some extra bonus stuff in there for you as well. Things that we can't say on, you know, morning radio on Sunday mornings with the car. So I do recommend listening. <laughs> Have a great week. Thanks, Queens. This is the Queen Sesh. This is a, a special shout out to our pod, Queens. Thank you so much for being with us and listening to us in all our glory every week. Please subscribe, leave us a rating and review is my housekeeping message. Only if it's going to be a good one, though. Please. If you've got any complaints, that can be a private message. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and then Ellie, our producer, will respond on that. Actually, behalf. just message me on my page, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we thought, do you know what, we've really let our fit fans down because we were for a while known as the Fit Sesh. <clears throat> do we have any fit fans? I'd like to well, know that. you know, maybe just some fit inspirational people that were, yep. you know, looking to us for fitness inspiration. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. fitness guru. You are I'm, the, I'm a fit, fitness freak. Even. You're a fitness blogger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Annie Bynes. Annie Bynes. <laughs> <laughs> no, and look, we, we've, we sort of dip in and out of this, this fitness stuff. So I've started, I've dipped back in. So I thought it was a good time to do an update. Um, my really chic younger sister has moved in with me for three months. She's so, totally chic. Annalise, you should put a photo of her on our Insta, on our Facebook. Definitely. People won't believe that we're at all even like related to her. 
No, they don't. When I, people say, <laughs> I have actually had people at work say, do you have the same mum and dad? <laughs> FML. I know, it's so People say so that about rude. me and my sister as well. <sighs> oh, God. Anyway, so she's really into fitness. She's really plant-based. She's mostly vegan. She's a Thermomix. And she has a Thermomix. <laughs> <laughs> so she's moved in with a Thermomix and she's doing smoothies and juices and plant-based dinners. And, yes, I'm hungry a lot yeah, of the starving. time. Yeah. Very but hungry. Do your jeans feel better? Yes. Don't I look south in today? People pay money to have someone like Mish move in with them and just like, if Mish could just like stand next to my fridge (laughs) 24 hours a day and in between my fridge and my pantry so that while I was eating my fourth friggin' cookie. (laughs) Well, no, do you know what happened the other day? So I had kids around and I made toasted sandwiches and there was an entire toasted sandwich left. Now, if my fit, judgy sister wasn't in the room, what do you think would have happened to that toasted sandwich, Con? You would have eaten it. That's your best life. A hundred percent. But you know what I did? I wrapped it in foil, looked at it longingly, put it to the side, and then eventually put it in the bin when the kids didn't eat it later. So, you know. These are the things that actually, like, to me, I feel good about myself when I actually exercise my willpower like that and I follow through. Yeah. I don't do it unless Mish is there. Do you know what I did last night? What? The kids had nachos for dinner and I didn't even pick off a bit of melted cheese. Whoa. I know. It's not me. It's not like me. I usually go, oh, no, I'm not going to have any. And then I stand in the kitchen just picking. <laughs> and everyone's like, Mum. I remember Billy Violet once said to me, she goes, Mum, why do mums never get food from themselves when they're always the hungriest? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Go, BV. Uh, all right, well, that's us for another week. Um, stay tuned for many more fitness updates uh, to come over the next coming months. You're going to start to, you know, see photos of me looking rather slender. Just know that I'm hungry inside. (laughs) (laughs) And you're probably not going to see those photos, so thanks for listening. (laughs) This is the Queen Sesh.